We're back with Living Large Radio and Mark Henry, founder, CEO of Alloy Wealth Management, Charlotte's Wealth Coach, and guest host on Fox Carolina in Greenville. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins with NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster Chuck Caton. Always remember that Mark Henry, Greenville's uh, South Carolina's wealth coach, you know him as Charlotte's wealth coach as well, and of course Myrtle Beach. That's an area that he's got some expertise in. I don't know if I can stump you or not, Mark, but we'll we'll give it a, a try here. Maybe one of our listeners will. We'll see. All right, right, I'm ready. All right, Andy wants to know, as a 50-year-old who makes $65,000 a year, my company does not offer a 401k plan, but I uh, recently opened a Roth IRA with a contribution of 10% of my paycheck. So is this a good investment for me? And how much can I expect to make in 10 years uh, when I'm planning to retire? I guess he wants you to put your Karnak. Yeah, so uh, that part uh, I can't help you with, but I I love the idea of of this Roth IRA and and contributing 10% of his paycheck into a tax-deferred account. Is that a good investment? I think it's always a good investment to have a tax-deferred account. Now, was it a good investment for him? I don't know because I don't know what else he's already done. So this is where I tell everybody, when you're thinking about should you invest in a Roth? I don't know. So should you invest in a brokerage account? I don't know. Because, and people say, well, Mark, you're supposed to be good at this. Well, we need to know what else you've already done. Do you have your debt paid down? Do you have a savings account, an emergency fund? So before you do the Roth account, I would say you need to have your credit card debt paid down. So that's why I say the I don't know part. But but for many people, the Roth IRA is the missing part, and it's a part they absolutely need to take advantage of. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Janet now who wants to know uh, about uh, this uh, situation. My mother-in-law is 61, and uh, she has savings, but uh, nothing invested in the way of uh, an employer plan, like an IRA or anything like this. So sure. the initial plan has been... Uh, to live within her means and rely on Social Security. But now, uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. There's a, there's a one red flag there. Uh, could she invest in bonds and maybe an index fund, or is there a structured plan that you would recommend? I would recommend not doing anything until she gets a written retirement plan done by hopefully a certified financial planner so she can see how this is going to look because the reality is trying to live off of social security alone is just really hard even if you have help from other people so don't panic your mother-in-law needs to sit down we need to look at everything she's done how much longer is she going to work and how can we fix this situation for her before she decides to retire and also so that she's and help lessen the burden she may be on her loved ones yeah, very good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a situation that a lot of people have to deal with. But uh, uh, yeah, that, it happens. I see it every day, Chuck. Yeah. Every day I see this. This is very common. All right, let's go to Randy now. What's a good rule of thumb uh, when it comes to budgeting for a long term care insurance policy? Caution, Will Robinson. This is coming off of that great show, Lost in Space. Caution. So let's be careful. What type of long-term care are we getting? Are we getting a traditional long-term care plan that's going to be affordable today, Randy, and it's going to go up tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and one day it's going to get so high you have to cancel it? Where does your money go if you don't use it? What does it provide? Does it provide access to the money while you're living in your home or you need to be confined? I see so many things. I just literally was helping a client recently with this. They had a long-term care policy. Her mother does. She's a client. Her mother has a long-term care policy, not a client. They said, Mark, she's now reached a point where she needs help, but she has long-term. I said, great, bring your plan in here. Let's look at it. Guess what? She's paid into it. She's 84 years old. She's paid into it for almost 30 
five years. Here's the problem. She has to be confined for 120 days in a facility before it even starts paying. Wow. So they had no idea. She doesn't even want to go to a facility. Guess where she wants to be? Home. At home. Sure. And so they thought they could access this and start getting money from, and their plan does not even allow the first dollar to be paid out until she has been in a licensed nursing home for 120 days. And I've got to believe in my heart, 35 years ago, if she'd have known that, she wouldn't have bought that plan. No, I mean, who wants to do that? I mean, that's the fine print fiasco that we it's all caution, caution, caution. And again, this is where make sure you know who you're working with. Are you working with an insurance salesperson? Not that that's bad. There's great people that are you working with someone licensed as a fiduciary that can look at all the options for you and put on the table what you need. Absolutely. All right. Final question comes from Robert, who is 65. He says, I'm going to be retiring in June and I have uh, about $150,000 in a Roth IRA and about four fifty. dollars uh, Okay. 100000 in a 401k. Now, does it matter which one I start taking money from first or should I just take a little bit uh, from each? Yes, caution Will Robinson after the last caller. So guess what? You need a written plan for where the money is going to come from. All we've talked about here is about, sounds like about 600000 in uh, in investment accounts. Do we have an emergency fund? What's our spending plan look like? How much can we withdraw and never run out of money? And so we need to look at taxes. Is there any other pension income? What are you going to be getting from Social Security? Let's take a look at the entire income plan, and let's make sure we include Medicare in that so we can make sure we're getting you cost-effective Medicare planning, put it all on paper, and then we'll come up with a plan of where you should be withdrawing your money from. And, Chuck, you know, this question and most of these could be answered with the basics of a written retirement plan, which is what we're offering today. Chuck, let's open those phone lines. All right, they are open. All right, we're going to accept the next 15 callers. If you've saved $250,000 or more for retirement, please don't miss this. Get a second opinion. Get one in writing. Go ahead and get your questions answered with a complimentary, 100% complimentary, no-charge written retirement plan done by a certified financial planner. If you've saved $250,000 or more for retirement, this is for you. It's going to help you take the mystery out of all this stuff we're talking about today. We'll talk about the fees, what you're currently paying. See if you can actually pay less. See if you have those hidden termites eating up your financial plan. We'll look at a tax analysis, a customized income plan. In short, we're going to help you take the guesswork out of retirement planning by getting you a written retirement plan. And it's all absolutely complimentary with no obligations for the next lucky 15 callers that will call in right now. 800-501-9805. And you can text if you text. And really all you have to do is simply text keyword wealth, 800-501-9805. This is for the next 15, a comprehensive review, which results in you receiving that customized written financial plan. 800-501-9805. Call or text keyword wealth, 800-501-9805. Wonderful show, Mark, and I know you've got some uh, final thoughts. Absolutely, Chuck. So thanks again for being on the show with us today. For all the listeners that have been listening faithfully for so long, thank you again, because without you, we don't have a show. For Dave and the the behind-the-scenes team, everybody, that Thomas, all the people that work so hard producing this show, thank you for what you do each and every week. And then I always try to end with a rare piece of good news. This one is fabulous. So I was down. We're looking for the beautiful office in Myrtle Beach. We're taking our clients. We want to build a great place 
place down there. So I was down there in Myrtle Beach, and I was sitting there talking to one of the people at the uh, hotel I was staying in. And uh, he asked me, he showed me a, a shark's tooth he had found on the beach. And I said, that is so cool. And uh, he said, yeah, he said, I'm always looking for one of those megalodonna, one of these prehistoric megalodonnas. And he tells me the story of, he said, uh, I said, do you sign those? He goes, oh, people find them all the time. Not all the time, but they do find them. It's rare. He's been looking for 30 years. He's never found one. But he makes this comment. He said he had told a, a visitor down there to North Myrtle about it. And she goes out on the beach. This is a lady from another state. And she finds one. He's been looking for 30 years, never found one. Well, then it turns out in the news in Prince Frederick, Maryland, a nine-year-old girl has just made the ultimate discovery. She found a 15 million, according to the scientists, megalodon tooth. It's it's a little over five inches. And she just found that thing. I found this story. It's a giant tooth, one of the coolest things you're ever going to see. And I found that out there on the Fox News channel. And I thought that was so cool because we had literally just talked about that down there. I had no idea you could find those on the beaches of North Myrtle down there. But anyway, so with all that said, please stay tuned next week for another amazing episode of Living Large Radio with Mark Henry.